Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on commitment. And as usual, I'll begin this podcast with a quote. The only limit to your impact is your imagination and your commitment. And that's a quote by Tony Robbins. Commitment is something that we're all familiar with. It's something that we've all experienced in life. It's something that we've all participated in life, even if we knew it or didn't know it. Um, commitment is a, a fundamental part of our journey or any goal that you're going to want to achieve or that you desire to obtain in life. You have to be committed in order to obtain it. While I've been going on this journey through life and I've been, you know, discussing various topics with you during this podcast, I've been finding out deeper lessons and a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, you know, dedication, responsibility, ownership, commitment, like everything that we've been talking about, I've been, you know, researching it and and experiencing it on a different level. We've all experienced the stuff that we've talked about. We're all familiar with the stuff that I've been talking about. But as you grow and as you get closer to your goals and as you develop as a person, you start to experience things on a deeper level. You start to become more entrenched with the foundations and the fundamentals of what those things really mean. You know, when you're little and when you're growing up, you say, you know, I'm committed to this, I'm committed to that. But what does that really mean? You know, at the, at the core of commitment, is it just an obligation or is it a lifestyle change? Like what is what is being committed really mean? And as you get older, some of us, when we're younger, we have, you know, this innate ability to ask ourselves these deep and meaningful questions. But, you know, I feel that when you really start researching yourself and, you know, getting to the core of your being and asking yourself these hard questions, you can't help but question your commitment to your goals and the journey that you're walking through in life. Because sometimes when we don't obtain our goals in the time frame that we want to or the desired effect of something that we've been doing for a while, it can help to step back and look at the situation and be and ask yourself, you know, have I been committed to this and not committed in the sense of just you know, showing up and doing what I have to do or what I need to do, but committed in the sense that my mind, my body, my spirit, everything that I have, everything that I am and everything that I have is committed to this process, is in this process. I'm dedicated to a whole. It's just a question, you know, a reflection that that we can take time to to ask ourselves if we really want to seek change and really achieve our goal if it's something that's worthwhile to us. Commitment may come in many different forms, but at its core, it's still the same. Whether it's your commitment to your job, your faith, your commitment to yourself, your goals, your relationships, fundamentally is all the same. It's a promise that you make with yourself that you're gonna do what it takes in order to obtain a desired goal, a desired effect, uh, to reach a desired destination whether that's physically, mentally, or spiritually. You know, commitment is just an obligation that you agree to to follow, to follow through on. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Commitment is a state of quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. That is a definition that I found for commitment. It's one of two definitions that I found for commitment. The other definition that I found for commitment is an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. And I know that really sounds bad, you know, restricts freedom of action. But if we really step back and ask ourselves those hard questions and those intrinsic questions, looking inside ourselves to really discover who we are and what certain words really mean to us, not just what we hear in circulation or what we hear on the podcast or on YouTube, but what these words actually mean to us as an individual, as a person. I think personally that both of these definitions together paint a full picture of what commitment is. Because if you are truly committed, then your dedication to a thing, to a goal, to a mission will restrict your movement. It's just a, a, a part of the process. It's, it's a part of commitment. Um, when you're committed, there's certain things that you can't allow yourself to do. You know, if you're going on a weight loss journey and you're committed to losing weight, you're committed to obtaining or achieving the, the physical appearance that, that you want to obtain, then you're not going to be able to eat whatever you want. You know, you're going to have to work out. You're not going to be able to just, you know, spend days laying around on the couch eating whatever you want. You're going to have to practice some type of discipline. And in that discipline, you're going to have to cut out certain things that aren't serving you, that aren't helping you to achieve that goal. Something else that we're all familiar with, that we can all, you know, kind of use as a reference point is school. You know, whether it's middle school, high school, college or further, you know, if you're trying to achieve good grades, you can't do what everybody else is doing. If everybody else is partying, everybody else is drinking, everybody else is staying up late, you know, not practicing healthy, have not eaten right foods and stuff like that. All of that stuff is going to affect your performance. Just like an athlete, how he has to perform on the field, you know, his sleep, his, his rest cycle, his mental state, his physical fitness, what he eats, all of that stuff is going to play into how he performs on a daily basis. It's the same thing when you go to school. You know, what the, what the things that you eat, the how you act on a daily basis, like whether you stay up late, you procrastinate, you drink and do stuff that's going to have adverse effects on your body. All of that stuff factors into your performance mentally or on an educational level. So if you're trying to get grades or trying to obtain good grades, there's certain things that you're not going to be able to do in order to achieve those good grades. You're going to have to practice some level of discipline in order to get your desired effect. Discipline and commitment run hand in hand with one another. I would argue that you can't have one without the other. Because if you're honestly committed to something and you're not disciplined in how you go about achieving that or getting that, are you really committed? You have to ask yourself that. Uh, I'm not asking you that. I just want to inspire you to ask yourself these deep questions. And and, and that's that goes with anything that we discuss on the podcast. Like um any episode that I that I discuss or that we kind of you know share with each other. It's not an instruction, it's, it's just inspiring you. It's a reflection. 
you know, just something to, to look in the mirror and, and to ask yourself, like, have I really been committed with losing weight? Have I really been committed with, you know, getting good grades? Have I really been committed at my job, like doing what, you know, I get paid to do or what I set out to do on a daily basis? It's just a reflection. I'm not judging you or, or pointing fingers. I'm just reflection because there's times in my life where I could have been and should have been more committed. I should have practiced more discipline. And because of that lack of discipline, it has caused a different effect than what I want to, a different result. So it, I'm preaching to myself just as much as I'm preaching to you. Commitment can be hard, especially when you are at the point in your journey that things are less than favorable. When we get into that valley, you know, when, when things get blurry, you know, how we talked about how life has ebbs and flows, you know, there's going to be good times, but conversely, there's going to be bad times. Like it's, it's a fact of life. It's a principle of polarity. You know, yin and yang is going to happen. So commitment is, is hard already. It can be hard. You know, if you're not disciplined, if you're not focused, if you don't have a strong enough why, commitment can be hard. But sometimes it can get even harder when we're in a place where it seems like there may be no end or there may be no reward. Kind of like when I, I experienced this a little bit when I was in college, you know, I went to a four-year college, a private four-year college. It got expensive. I wasn't able to foot the bill, so I had to leave. But because I didn't pay the bill, I had to start all over again. So instead of just going four years straight through college like I had intended, intended initially, I had to start all over with zero credits in community college, go through community college for three years, and then I had to transfer to another college, and I had to go to that college for three years. So instead of just doing a simple four years, I ended up having to do six, well, really seven if you count my freshman year at my first college. My commitment was to obtain that degree. I was dead set on obtaining that degree. And that's what pulled me through. You know, I'm not saying that I didn't get angry at times. I'm not saying that I, get, I didn't get frustrated at times. I'm not saying that I wasn't sad at times. But despite those emotions, I took action. And that's something that we all have to learn how to do. That despite how we feel at our core, that doesn't matter. Because you still have a mission to achieve. You still have a goal to achieve. You still have something to accomplish. So if you feel mad, do it mad. If you feel sad, do it sad. If you feel frustrated, do it frustrated. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know, you only have results or excuses. And if every time you get in your emotions or you feel something other than a good feeling, you backtrack or you slow down or you stop, you know, you're halting your progress overall. You know, it's, it's okay to walk. It's okay to crawl. It's okay to run. But just don't stop. You know, don't stop. Because at the end of the day, you only hurt yourself. And we don't know what type of impact we're going to have on the world, on our community, on our family. So we might be holding up a blessing that we can, you know, put on somebody else or, or help somebody else to experience. This is one of the main reasons that it is so important to have a why. Having a why that's bigger than temptations and distractions will help you face and maintain your commitment. This is why you got to have a, a, a bigger why. Like you got to have a something that's bigger than yourself. Like my daughters are my why. 
you know, they're the reason why I get up in the morning, why I make sure I work out, why I try to get my mind and my spirit right, because I want to give them a healthy role model for what a man should be or who a man should be. You know, I don't want to show them unhealthy characteristics that they'll then in turn go out into the world and seek, which can make a lot of heartache and hardship for them. I'm dedicated to that. You know, I'm dedicated to being the best that I could be for my family. I'm being the best that I could be for my community. You know, those are just some of my personal goals. And I'm not saying they have to be your personal goals. I'm just saying that my why is bigger than me. You know, other people depend on me to be successful. And because of that, you know, it drives me when I'm feeling sad, frustrated, angry. You know, feelings other than those jovial feelings, the good feelings that we want to feel on a daily basis. I still push through and do what I need to do because it's bigger than me. You know, it's not just about me. It's 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 much bigger than me. There there are people that I know suffer from conditions, from from physical conditions, mental conditions, people that, you know, have financial burdens that are way worse off and experience a harder life than I do on a daily basis. So when I feel you know, down, when I get down, I, I recall some of the stories that I've read, some of the people that I've, I've learned about and how they kind of push through hardship and, and push through the hard times in life and, and remain committed to something bigger than themselves, even at the risk of their lives at certain points in time, um, which is the ultimate sacrifice. But commitment is solely based on you. You got to have the why and that why has to be bigger than you. If you create that why and it's bigger than you, then you're not going to have an excuse. I mean, you can come up with an excuse, but, you know, everybody has excuses. Everybody has excuses. Commitment is the verb. It is something we do. When you are committed to a task, your activities will speak for themselves. Your actions and your words have to align. If they don't, you're not gonna be leading an authentic lifestyle. Like if you say, you know, you're a bodybuilder, or if you say that you're about that life, but your body doesn't reflect that, you know, you're not you're not living congruently. You're not living authentically. Your words and your actions aren't lining up. Now there's a difference between speaking affirmations to yourself and working towards that goal and talking and not being about that life i'll give you an example like when i was going through flight training i would say you know i'm a pilot i'm gonna be a pilot i am a pilot you know and and i would dress like a pilot i would talk like a pilot i lived the pilot life i flew two three times a week like and i ultimately obtained my pilot's license i was working towards that goal you know and i was just practicing positive self-talk to get me in that mindset and to push me and to help me move towards that goal. Now, if somebody says, you know, I want to lose weight, I'm all about eating healthy, I'm all about being healthy, but they eat fast food, they drink alcohol all the time, you know, they, they don't work out often, you know, they don't practice any type of discipline when it comes to anything around nutrition or a healthy lifestyle and stuff like that. You know, you're just talking to talk. You're not doing any, you're not committed to the process. You're not doing anything to help you, you know, develop towards that goal or to obtain that 
that that lifestyle you know you just talk like how some people will be like oh i'm a baller i'm a baller but they're not doing what other people do what ballers do you know you you show up you ball hard you might be naturally talented but you don't practice you you don't put in the hours of the gym you're not watching film you're not working out you know you're not a baller you're just gifted you know and hard work beats talent all the time all the time you can be talented but if you're committed to the process if you put in that hard work if you put in that dedication hard work beats talent every time every time and hard work can be another word that can be substituted with hard work is commitment commitment when we are having issues achieving our goals it can help to take a step back detach and look at our actions and ask ourselves based on my actions what is my level of commitment do my actions align with my goal this is something that I, I learned from Jocko Willink, the principle of detachment or the concept of detachment, taking a step back, removing yourself from the situation and just looking over the situation and just taking like a, a top down view, like satellite view of the situation and just asking yourself based on what you see, hard questions. Um, like, am I truly committed to the process? Like, do my actions show me that i'm committed to the process um, being truthful with yourself um like if you say that you know you you want to be well read on something you know a lot about something but you're not reading books you're not doing research you're not talking to people you're not formulating your own opinion you're not, you're not doing anything to further your knowledge or get you close to that goal are you truly committed to that process you know if you're just going off of what other people say or doing what other people say? Are you truly committed to that process? Are you evaluating anything for yourself? Are you critically thinking outside of what others tell you? Are you letting others run you? And, you know, other outside sources just feed you information without any type of criticism or, or critical thinking. You know, we just have to ask ourselves these hard questions. Like, be truthful with yourself. Because if you can't be truthful with yourself, who will? You know, nobody's going to love you more than you love yourself. You have to love yourself. And in loving yourself, you have to sometimes face these hard truths. Like maybe you're not being as committed as you think you are. You know, maybe you're committed to a goal, but you're not committed enough in a way that's going to produce results. Maybe you're, you know, you're like 50-50. Like, yeah, I'm willing to do this, but I'm not willing to do that. And that might be why you're not achieving the desired effect or your desired result is because you're not all the way in. Commitment is exactly that. It's commitment. It's dedication. It's giving your full self to the process or to whatever idea or goal that you have set for yourself. So usually when I create these podcasts about commitment, discipline, you know, self-worth, all these other podcasts that I've done, at the end, I usually put some ways that we can become more of that thing. Um, this podcast is no different. I have listed six ways that we can become more committed just by practicing some of these daily, you know, techniques in our lives on a on a regular basis. So number one is take away the choice. When we're only half committed, we keep the door open for other options. So if you're saying like, I'm committed to eating a healthy lifestyle or I'm committed to a healthy lifestyle, 
part of that healthy lifestyle is eating healthy foods. If you keep a pantry full of, you know, Debbie cakes, Twinkies, Ho-Hos, Pop-Tarts, all of those foods that don't serve you and that you can't eat, you're giving yourself a choice. You're, you're taking, you're, you're making it harder for you to be disciplined. Like if you, if you didn't keep anything sweet or anything that goes against your diet in the house, then when you have those cravings, it won't be readily accessible, which makes it harder for you to go down that path of breaking your diet or breaking, you know, the restrictions that you have placed on yourself. Because if it's not in your house, you're gonna have to get dressed, you're gonna have to go to the store to buy it or the fast food to get it. I'm not saying that that's not an option, but it's a harder option. You know, there's a there's a little more to it. So if we take out the options, if we take out the choice for that to even be, you know conceptualized or just easy to reach the accessibility of it then it helps us to remain more committed i know that's something i've done in my house um i know my daughters aren't too happy about it but i try not to keep a lot of sweets in my house you know because sometimes i have a weakness for sweets weakness for pie ice cream you know other things of the confectionery variety but I know that that stuff is not good for me and I'm trying to cut down on sugar and stuff like that in my life. So I try to keep that stuff out of the house. That way, you know, if I want to go get it, I have to get dressed and stuff like that. And I definitely don't feel like doing that. I'd rather just stay in the house and chill. So it makes things easier. Number two, do it with your entire being. Going through the motions does not count. You have to be committed to it committed to it your whole soul being spirit all that you are you need to be committed to the process because if you're not committed to the process why do it you know if you're saying that you want to lead a healthy lifestyle why not be committed to that process if, if that's something that we spoke with to the universe something you put into the atmosphere something that you set as a goal that you want to achieve you know and and you have a why that makes it worthwhile then why not be committed to it entirely? Why not give it your all? You know, we only got one life to live and tomorrow's not promised. So it would be best, it would behoove us as, as an old instructor I used to have would say, to live each life to the full potential or to the full ability that we have because we don't know if tomorrow's a promise and we, we can do a lot of good in a little bit of time if we just apply ourselves fully and that goes into every respect of our lives not just you know eating right or dieting which is the example that i'm using right now but it can go into anything spirituality um studying education furtherance of your knowledge uh, of course health and fitness and all that stuff impacting other people's lives positively i mean you, you could do a lot in a little bit of time with proper application commitment dedication and self-discipline Number three, remember your why. You're probably not taking your commitment seriously because you've forgotten why it's so important. If you remember why it's so important, that will trump the temptations, the, the pitfalls, the sidesteps, the failures and all of that stuff. Because all of that stuff is a part of your journey. That's all stuff that you are going to experience uh, at one point or another. If it doesn't come now, it's gonna come later. You can't have success without failures. You know, it's the ebbs and flows of life. It's gonna happen. 
But if your why is big enough, it's going to help you to get through all of that stuff. It's going to help you to get up from failure. It's going to help you to get past and move past and distract pitfalls and, and all of that other negative stuff that's going to happen along your journey. If your why is big enough, it's going to be a point of focus. It's going to be a reference, your North Star. That's going to help you always navigate no matter how troubled the waters are or how lost you may feel it's going to be something that will always get you back on track number four if you aren't really doing it ask yourself what's holding you back you know again it's just about being real with yourself you know if you can't be real with yourself who can um at the end of the day it's a tough cookie to swallow you know being real with yourself dropping your ego asking yourself those hard questions then give yourself those hard answers you know, because if you if you don't check yourself, then maybe the universe, God, whoever you believe in, might send somebody into your path, into your life to check you. And that may be hard for you to swallow as well, because, I mean, a lot of us can't take criticism, but constructive criticism from the right person can be very helpful. It can be extremely helpful. And if we give ourselves that constructive criticism, if we're honest with ourselves, that could be even more helpful in the process. And just be humble, taking it on the chin and just learning and moving on as, as you, you go through your journey. You know, don't don't hold yourself back. Don't there's gonna be enough in life that's gonna try to work against you to keep you from achieving your goal. Don't be one of those factors. You know, put put your mindset, your mentality, your focus, your drive, put all of that into the positive column. You know, don't allow that to be in the negative column, your lack thereof. Don't don't allow that stuff to work against you. Ask yourself those hard questions. Check yourself. What's holding me back? Okay, Roger, got it. And then just push on, move forward and, and correct that action. Number five, add commitment slowly. Don't overburden yourself. I know that we all want to achieve our goals, our whys. That's why we made them our goals and our whys. But we have to take baby steps. We can't overload ourselves with commitments. And then we're not going to be able to keep all those commitments. And then we end up failing or falling short of our goal. The way that you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. The way that you conquer any task is one step at a time. The way you want a marathon is one step at a time. You, you got to take your time. Like... I know time is something that we can't control. And I know that tomorrow isn't promised. But if we rush, 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 we might overstep something. We might miss something small. We might obtain something too fast without gaining the proper knowledge, which in the long run will cause us to lose that, you know, prematurely. Um, so we need to take our time. We need to add commitment slowly. We need to do, we need to give the, the process its full respect. We need to fall in love with the process as much as we are in love with the goal. Because like I always say, there's beauty and struggle. And we gotta we gotta give the whole process its due. We can't skip and we can't jump around. And the last one is get out of commitments you aren't going to uphold. We all have commitments and things that we, we have to do that we know that, you know, I just don't have time for it. 
or I can't devote myself fully to that or give myself to it the way I want to at this moment in time. If that's the case, realize that, respect that fact, and just do away with it. It is what it is. If you don't have the time for it now, which is something that you've conceptualized in your mind, then it would be better for you to just leave that for another time, leave that to the side right now and focus fully on what you have in front of you. That way you can give your all to what you're trying to do at this point in time. And once you finish with that, you can move on to the next thing and then it'll all come together like a puzzle. Instead of trying to build, you know, all over the place, you just focus on one thing and then move on to the next thing and the next thing. And then it builds upon itself. Like I always say, I'm not trying to harp. I'm not trying to, you know, criticize how you're living your life. You live your life the way you live your life and you're doing the best that you feel you can do. I'm just trying to bring light, a different perspective, some things that we can reflect on to grow and become better individuals. I'm growing as I make these podcasts. I'm learning a lot through the research I'm doing, through the books I'm reading, through the, the friends I'm networking and, and getting in touch with. And it's really helping me become the individual that I want to be and that I desire to be and that I need to be for the goals that I want to obtain. And I wish that for you guys as well. Anybody who's listening, I hope that you obtain your dreams and achieve your goals and, and become that ideal person that you want to be in your life. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B-Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?